0: Thank you for welcoming me onto your headphones. I'm Eddie, reviewing Shadow in the Cloud, and this is The Rollback. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, So today, y'all get a special treat. You get me all to yourselves. Don't worry, you're welcome. Now, today I'll be reviewing uh, a movie that I was actually initially excited to watch, and I remember seeing the trailers early on, uh, seeing them online. Shadow in the Cloud, starring uh, Chloe Grace Moritz uh also including the film uh worth noting is taylor johnson smith, taylor john smith my apologies uh and this film this is a odd mixture of like a it's like a world war Two movie mixed with a creature feature mixed with some drama um this film's a bit of an odd duck one of the very first releases of 2021 um it was initially shown at the Toronto National Film Festival in, in uh, early Septem- early to mid-September. Um, it was released, like I said, on New Year's Day. And this movie is a bit mixed, a bit of a mixed bag. So the initial premise uh, is um, <coughs> Chloe Grace Moritz uh, plays a character by the name of Madam Garrett or Madam Garrett, uh, Mrs. Garrett, female flight officer she's assigned to uh, she's assigned to AB2 bomber called the Fool's errand on a top secret mission with official looking papers and a package basically stating that wherever they're going they need to take her along with her package that's you know the most top secret of business the crew is initially skeptical of a woman you know a woman and i I used like ten quotation marks uh, being a part of the air service and being with them and from there everything just kind of flies off the fucking wagon this movie is, uh, and I think the best phrase I can use, is uh, a mixed bag. And I wanted to get into that before I really jump into you know any issues with the movie. This film was written, uh, in part, by a gentleman by the name of Max Landis. And if you know anything about Mr. Landis, you know that he doesn't exactly have the most uh, glaring, the, the, the highest reputation right now. His name is Poison right now. And the, the issues in this film you know, I would argue are not solely on him. Uh, There's a lot of issues with the script overall as a whole. You can definitely tell that there were some rewrites as the film was being made. There's some storylines that are dropped and then brought back, but not really all there. Uh, The film is very, again, it's such a mixed bag. Um, So I guess let's start with the positive. um, Miss Moritz genuinely carries this film on her back the first about two-thirds of the movie we're just with her in this little gunner cockpit on the bottom of the ship at the bottom of the plane and the whole like i said the first and second act mainly take place with her down there and simply strict dialogue with the other characters over a radio headset and i want to say that this could have not hampered the movie But to me it did and and I fully understand other people, you know, really enjoying this aspect Personally, I like the idea of an entire film being shot in one small area. I kind of like that idea But I didn't like it in this capacity because I felt like that could have opened the door to more to I guess better Storytelling throughout the movie. It, It felt very closed off um But, you know, all props to Miss Morris. She really tries to carry this film on her back. And for the most part, she succeeds. Her interactions with the other other soldiers are very tense. And also, she has to deal with a lot of bullshit. A lot of sexism in this movie. Not that this is one of those movies where you gotta get woke, kids. I don't think it's trying to do that. I think it's trying to send a very clear, positive message. But it gets a bit mixed up because seemingly, with the exception of the baby, every other character in this movie is an asshole. Even her somewhat love interest is a complete douche. Taylor Johnson Smith, or Walter Quaid, as he's known in the movie, is a complete asshole. Like, he leaves her? So, so basically, what ends up happening as the movie goes on is it's discovered that Miss Garrett isn't actually a flight officer. I know, go figure. As it turns out, She's actually trying to leave, uh, trying to leave an abusive home. Uh, she had an affair with Mr. Quid. She didn't know if it was love or whatnot, but uh, inevitably she ended up getting pregnant. And uh, she strongly believes that if she goes back with her husband, he'll end up killing her. And she didn't. She didn't really see any other way out other than to forge documents and get her way onto this plane. That top secret package that every we keep getting alluded to ends up being her child, the child of both her and Mr. Quaid. And again, from that point, you know, this movie just goes way off the fucking rails all over the place, which I don't mind it being the story of a woman doing whatever she can to protect her child and get out of an abusive household. I'm not against that story, but it felt somewhat disingenuous. It felt weird and kind of tossed in there. And that just goes to the disjointedness of the script. I, I think there were a lot of ideas in this movie that could have worked, but it just it couldn't, and it wouldn't. Besides the tense moments, there's a lot of, like I said, sexism uh, early on in the movie, especially with the way the soldiers talk to her in such a manner that, I mean, goddamn people, every other character in this movie is, you know, to quote a statement I made earlier, everyone in this movie is an asshole, except for Miss Moritz and the baby. <laughs> Genuinely, and I think that's part of the problem, is... While I completely understand the need to put adversity in front of her... You don't need to make every character against her. The Gremlin would have been enough, which... So let me go from a negative to a positive. I actually really like the Gremlin, and I like the idea. I like that the, the movie opened with that cool, you know, throwback World War II cartoon. And I like the overall idea of a Gremlin, you know, fucking with a World War II uh, plane. And I think it could have been a more integral part. Have Have the Gremlin be the main villain... Of the story, you know, take out the abusive husband aspect of it and simply make it, hey, this female gunner is going to have to take control of this plane because these idiots aren't listening to her and this gremlin is literally going to kill them all. And to that point, does this movie experiment with, I don't want to say toxic feminism, but more or less it's trying to beat people over the head with the idea. And I'm not... I want to be very clear i'm not against the idea of a, of a of a feminist movie i'm not against the idea of a strong female protagonist we've seen it done before and often they're very entertaining films i just i argue that the execution in this particular film was not what it could have been and i think that's the most disappointing thing of this movie um anyone that knows uh this channel or that has ever followed me with you know any list that i do or anything like that my biggest issue with a with a movie is always wasted potential it could have been better and this is how it could have been um the overall message of a of a strong female protagonist could have been great in this film except why did they keep wasting when they could have done it you know what i mean um it's kind of like saying the word fuck. If you use it all the time and you beat people over the head with it, it loses its power. But if used correctly, it's a very powerful thing. Same thing with this and the overall message of feminism. It's very clear how to have uh, a strong female character. You just have her be a strong female character. And surround her with characters that, yeah, maybe question her, but you don't have to make them complete douchebags about it. Uh, make her their leader. You know, and when they follow her, it sends the overall message, you know, Oh, hey, I learned from my ways. The effects are okay in this movie at, at certain parts. It, it, it's hit and miss. And again, it, that goes to the mixed bag. The Gremlin, to me, I, I understand. It looks like a, a schlocky uh, or, a, you know, like a, like an, a throwback uh, B-movie creature feature. Like, I understand. But I still like it. I I really do like the Gremlin. I like its design. I like its presence. I like what it overall does to the movie. It just presents like this monster that's trying to fuck with them. Um, And again, I'll go to that later. Uh, Another thing I really like was actually the score. I like the whole synth. I think that's the right phrase. Uh, The synth score that they're using has a bit of a throwback vibe, kind of like the Stranger Things. Which I understand is not present in World War Two. I understand it's not uh, time current or time accurate, but who gives a shit? When you when you're knowingly watching a World War Two creature feature, the score. Don't be mad about the score. It sounded awesome. Like, why do you need that to be time accurate if for any reason? But yeah. So overall, the concept of the film is great, but it's executed so poorly, and for that, you know, I I can't in good conscience really recommend this film it, it, this is so disappointing because again it could have been better um personally the way i would have executed it would simply be have her actually be uh, a female air officer you know actually have her be a part of the the air force um everyone doubts her and she you know shuts them up you know maybe the part where she's in the the gunner on the bottom maybe have that last 15 20 minutes and she does spot the enemy and she does shoot them down You know, have her, you know, take that point and be like, oh, fuck. Like, she was really telling the truth. Like, and they're starting to listen to her. And then from that point, say, like, you know, uh, she saw a gremlin on the plane. But treat them seriously. You know, say, like, gremlins haven't been out this far or whatever. Give us, uh... because bear in mind, in these movies, you set the stage. You set the tone for the audience. Maybe make gremlins an actual thing. Like, oh, fuck. Like, there's a gremlin on the plane. We're screwed. We're going to go down. Because gremlins are known to actually exist, you know, and in World War Two, Like, have them be like, wait, no, I, I did this, I did this. There's no way there's a gremlin on the plane. You know, and have them follow her. Um, at one point, she makes a compelling argument. Like, you know, I flew, I have flown over 200 hours, you know, in a civilian plane delivering mail. No backup. Me, by myself, in my plane. How many of you fuckers can say that? And have that make something. Like, instead of them laughing at her, be like oh, fuck, I guess she's the next, you know, highest-ranking person. Maybe make it to where the the captain dies early on because of the gremlin, and now she's the next highest-ranking officer. Maybe make it like that. Maybe make the package... I wouldn't make it a baby. Make it something that actually matters. Maybe uh, something top secret, something that's actually legit, that maybe existed in the real world. Maybe a message, something on the Manhattan Project or something like that. You know, plans. Something along the lines... Or hell... Maybe make a D-Day... Uh, invasion plans... And say like... You know... This is the only copy... That we really have... And we need to get it... Straight to the front line... Now... And you know... Include that... Um, and just... Base this a little more... In reality... Have her... Over over the course of the film... Be a strong female character... Gaining the respect... Of the other airmen... And them saying... You know, you know what... I'd follow you to hell... And keep the part... Where the plane crashes... And she fights the gremlin... Toe to toe... I'd keep that. Yeah, it was a little cheesy, but you know what? Fuck it. If you're gonna go that way, go all the way. You know, pour the Swiss on there. Goddamn it. Um, and again, I think that's the most frustrating thing is that this film should have been better. Um, overall, uh, the way they give it to us, you know, the, the positives are really the score. I like The Gremlin, and I like uh, Chloe Grace Moritz, but besides that, I can't really recommend this film for any other reason. The supporting characters are all douchebags, the effects are aight, uh, and the story is so all over the place. Um, overall, I'd have to give this film like a D-. I, I, I would not recommend it. Um, you know, If you want to judge for yourself, by all means, go watch it. But if... You got 15, 20 bucks to blow. I wouldn't recommend this film. Go watch something else, anything else. <sighs> well, sorry about that. So, if you're listening to us, via podcast, please like and subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it, obviously. Leave a review, maybe. We'd appreciate any kind of feedback. If you're listening to us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Again, we'd greatly appreciate it. We're trying to grow uh, this little podcast thing of ours. If you want to hear any more of our thoughts about movies, go to the rollback.net. Or you know, you can always go back and listen to some of our older podcasts if you want to listen to them. We have newish movies, we have older movies. I um, hope we'll be seeing you all soon. My name was Eddie, and this was the Rollback.